This is the PSA Podcast, where we deep dive into the business of technology and automation. Hello, and welcome back to the PSA Podcast, where we deep dive into the business of technology and automation. I'm your host, Joe Redding, and I'm happy to be co-hosting with my tag team partner, Marty Wolf. Tag team, more- I love that idea, Joe. Uh, we've been doing this for a while now, so thanks for having me back on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, so find, to find more information about PSA, please check out our website at www.psasystems.com. So, yeah, so good morning, Marty. How you doing? Good. Very good. Very good. good. Happy to hear that. So, I think we're going to have a really interesting show today as we'll be discussing the business and technology behind augmented reality, AR and its uses in education, business marketing, industrial marketing, and social media. So, Marty, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest. This morning, we're joined by Kevin Jones. Kevin is the CEO of VizVibe, LLC. VizVibe is spelled V-I-Z-V-I-B-E. And Kevin is, Kevin's had an impressive uh, uh, career here producing award-winning, immersive, interactive content for the last 30 years. Throughout his career, he's gained valuable knowledge in design, form, and function of digital content. So then in 2018, he took that experience uh, along with his business partner, partner, Eric Thomas, and he co-founded VizVibe LLC to create an immersive and interactive experiences that help raise awareness, fuel engagement, and enhance educational training and learning. So VizVibe specializes in creating interactive media content for a multitude of industries, such as manufacturing, maintenance, advertising and marketing, transportation, education, and tourism. So again, to learn more information about VizVibe, you can visit their website at www.vizvibe.com. Again, that's vizvibe.com, spelled V-I-Z-V-I-B-E.com. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing? Hey, Joe and Marty. Thanks for having me. Uh, I think that the it's over already. That was a great commercial. Thanks. I'm going to have to take the audio for that and, and use it. Awesome. Well, you're welcome to have it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, so you've been like you know, entrenched in your career and it seemed like in the media content design space, you know, for a lot of your career. Mm-hmm. And, and at some point in time, you've had you had to think, how can we transition this typical media content? development into something a little bit more uh, customer focused, getting the experience to be much better. So how did you come up with getting into AR and, and, then, and then coming into VizVibe? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Joe. <laughs> uh, it actually, uh, I can't believe it's been 30 years working in the industry. So it, it was towards the beginning of my uh, career. I was actually working on a documentary film. And I remember very, very vividly, I was in a field and I was filming for this documentary. It was about a battle and in the Revolutionary War. And I remember thinking to myself, how cool would it be to be able to see a soldier standing in front of me and be able to walk up to the soldier and tap on the soldier's belt, have the soldier then talk about his belt to me? or tap on his rifle or his musket. And he would explain to me how to fire the musket and where the musket was made. And 
and just engage with somebody that way. At that time, oh my gosh, that was early 2000s. So the best technology I had at that time was what was on the horizon of Web 2.0, which was not anything remotely close to what we had now. So I spent until 2018, really, I spent years trying to figure out how could I make the 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 idea of telling a story uh, for either a product, a service, a brand, or in education, tourism, and even in if you think about manufacturing and industry, everything that you do is telling a story, right? So if you have training, you have sales, you have service calls, you're just telling a story about how to rectify a problem so you have less downtime, say, uh, on the assembly line. But it, I got that in a field in the middle of nowhere, if if for the short answer. Yeah, excellent. So that reminds me of a time when um, when I lived in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I was born in Gettysburg, PA. So you, like, nice. you brought up the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And then I think of the Civil War, right? Yeah. And, and when Gettysburg. Right. And Gettysburg built their new tour center. Right. And yeah. they have a very what I would consider at the time when they put that in a pretty uh, advanced customer centric, immersive style like tour you could take through this this mm -hmm. uh, center. And you would go up to a screen and you could and the screen would open up and you could touch certain areas of the screen and it would tell you a story about you know, that certain, uh, whether it be a battle or whatever, right? So it's kind of like, like that, right? But you're just taking it maybe to like another level with yeah. AR versus just what's on a screen and like a two-dimensional, uh, just click and, and then you get some content. You actually take it to another level with AR, correct? Yeah, yeah. First, I have to say, I didn't know you were from down in the Gettysburg area. We go down there yeah. with our, our kids RVing, just as a side note, like, two or three times a year like we love it down there my wife is a is a historian and we have a lot of friends that are history teachers and stuff so uh yeah gettysburg is like one of those those battles that i want to take ar2 down the road but yeah it, the the technology you're right the technology as opposed to walking up to a screen and, and pressing the button we can actually have a 3D representation of the soldier standing in one of the battlefields. Um, we could have video overlays. We could have uh, overlays of arrows and stuff floating in the air saying where the troops marched and the battles took place. So with AR, it's like taking your reality that you're in and having an overlay on top of it, like a pop-up that would happen. And you can see it through wearable devices or you can also see it through your phone your ipad any tablet that you have um on android and apple products so it, it's it's a fully immersive part as opposed to just clicking on a screen sure and we may be jumping the gun here a little bit for some of our listeners yes could you could you talk <laughs> a little bit more like what is augmented augmented reality and ar just for those who may not be aware of the technology yeah so a lot of people, I, I get asked this all the time because people are like, oh, AR sounds very, and it's funny because I get a lot of AR sounds very expensive because people don't know what AR is in theory. They just think it's this this thing out there that takes a lot of, of money to make it work. And that is very not true, especially in, in the case of BizVibe, which I'm sure we'll talk about with our mm -hmm. proprietary platform that we created and, and that sort of thing. But 
all augmented reality is is the fact that everyone has used it it's just called different things so if you've ever been on social media or you've ever downloaded an app where it puts a mustache on your face uh you want to put furniture something like ikea has where you could put the chair in your living room and see what it looks like any of that stuff is augmented reality it's just called effects and filters uh or you just know it as like the ikea app or the furniture app so i get to place the couch in my living room to see what it looks like and pick the fabrics that's all augmented reality we're actually inundated with augmented reality over the last couple of years so everybody is familiar with it once you start explaining it that way um so if you think about augmented reality it's the real-time delivery of digital content uh that creates an immersive interactive experience for the users and anything could have ar on it from a brochure to a catalog uh to a sign um, even on the machines for the industrial AR that we do, uh, we have overlays that happen that increase productivity, decrease downtime, uh, because it's showing the user exactly what to fix or what the next step is to keep the line going. Um, digital content that's overlaid is stuff as simple as you could have a picture pop up, you could have a video pop up, you could have a 3D model. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff with trade shows in the States and also globally uh, where companies are no longer taking their machines. They're taking our AR platform, our AR platform uh, and customized 3D models and projecting them at the trade shows. They're saving so much money on shipping. Uh, they're also able to send that home with any people that are interested in their product. So it's pretty cool. But it's really the overlaying of content on the physical world that you're in. Not to be mixed up with virtual reality, which is VR. VR, you put a headset on and you're immersed in another world. AR is really, you're in your world. It's just, there's tools that pop up to help you order food or fix your machine or put a mustache on your face, if you will. Gotcha, so I think that's an important uh discernation of like the two different types of technology right so we're so we're not into the virtual world where you think about kids playing video games with goggles on and getting immersed into that other world we're talking about you're in your own world whether it be in an education business what have you or just shopping online but actually being able to kind of augment right it's augmenting making it a better experience yeah. user experience for what that product is you're working with yeah yeah i mean I, I love when I get to talk to people and the light bulb comes on when they're like, oh, so I have been using AR over the years. And the funny thing is, is augmented reality actually dates back to the 1960s. Isn't that crazy to think about? Wow. Uh, no at, idea. That, at that time, the scientists that came up with it, it was really rudimentary, but like it was this gigantic headset that went on your head. It had to be held to the roof or the ceiling of the building, but it was the start of it. Much like all of this technology, um, the ability to do it and create the content has always been there. It was the hardware prices had to come down to the point where mass consumption of those devices uh, were eligible. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and once that happened, uh, the uptick is now is out there, uh, and anyone could utilize the, the technology to drive whatever they need. Mm-hmm. So you guys at VizVibe, you're, you're pretty much focused now in, in delivering AR solutions to the market. So that's your core competency. You focus mainly around AR? Yeah. So VizVibe in and of itself is an interactive content creation company. And we specialize in technology such as augmented reality. Uh now, the, the, the interesting thing about us is we have our own platform that we built from the ground up. A lot mm-hmm. of companies that do AR for, let's say, manufacturing or industry, they white label is what it's called, like a platform like ours. So mm-hmm. they pay us a licensing fee and then they mark it up and pass it along to their clients, right? And they, they're able to create augmented reality solutions but they're utilizing our platform. So what happened was or in 2018, when we started the company, uh, Eric and I, um, I was approached to do a documentary on the Selma marches in 1965. Uh, a lot of people only think there was one, but there were three marches. So Spider Martin, which was a very famous photographer, um, they uh his daughter reached out to me and and they were doing a college tour of his works. And what happened was she wanted to have a film play um, during the, uh, the exhibit. But I had this idea way back when I was doing the battle uh, scene that I was telling you about earlier, where I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I've seen this new technology out there where we could break up the story and tell it like never before. And I'm getting to the point, Joe, I know this is a roundabout way, but uh, (laughs) of what VizVibe does, but I think this is important to set the foundation. So I said, I want to do this thing where a bunch of stuff is scannable with the overlays of video and 3D models and stuff. And she was like, I don't understand it, but if you could do it, let's do it. So uh, we started taking a look at things, and I, I talked to a couple of CEOs on the West Coast that had had AR platforms, and they were trying to start up. And then I realized, like, none of this does what we need to have done. So I got on the phone with Eric Thomas, my business partner, and said, hey, can we create something of our own? And he's like, sure. And so we set off to create this platform to tell stories like a documentary that's broken up. Right. And -hmm. what happened was when we got done with it, we started having people from all different industries say, Hey, could we use your platform to do this marketing? Could we use your platform to train our workforce? Could we use your platform to whatever? And it was like the light bulb moment. So Mm -hmm. We created the platform again for uh, utilizing it in all of the industries, uh, such as travel and tourism, consumer facing, trade show, sales force, um, and industrial AR education, and so on. So we have a lot of people that just use our platform because it's one of the simplest ones where you can literally create AR in four clicks with ours. Wow. 
you pick what it is you want people to scan, you pick what it is you want to play, you pick that file, whether it's a video file, an image file, PDF, a direct link, whatever it is, and then you hit launch and it's live to the app in, in, in seconds, not hours, no coding, nothing required. But on the flip side of that, VizVibe also um, has a full range of custom content creation services in-house. So if you need help creating the app or the experiences, we also provide those services in-house. Right. And that's kind of how you're helping the team here at PSA. Yes. Yeah. Right. And it's working out fantastic. We really do appreciate that. Well, we we love working with you guys. Uh, Yeah. You know, with, with, with PSA, one of the things that we're doing is is not only the custom content and the social media stuff and uh, web and digital stuff, but you guys also, we've created your app that's constantly updated with the most up-to-date information. Um, we're doing specifically your uh, SMT uh, line with the Matrix and the Marksman that's coming out. And the... The interesting part about that is the the SMT line is all, there's no more printed manuals. There's no more any of that. It's all our technology uh, ships on a tablet or on a cell phone. You could download the app and the entire manual and training and setup and troubleshooting is there that you could do 24-7 real-time customer support service calls and so on right from the app yeah that's that's really nice yeah and and so we're we're really excited about the product offering and to have your technology driving the 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 setup operations and maintenance of that equipment that's a pretty big deal so yeah yeah we appreciate that you know the the funny thing is is you know we we work with uh several many different companies in different industries right but one of the things that we've learned over the last year or so by going down this vertical of we call industrial AR is um, that the cl- your clients or your customers, once they use it, they like continuously use it and love the fact that you're, you have like a service tech or a trainer there with them 24 7 in our in our software right Mm -hmm. and so what's happening is when you go to print one of the uh manuals and and most of the larger machines and and you could attest to this joe uh i'm amazed at like they're like three books worth of of stuff or more depending on the size of the machine right for the Mm -hmm. manuals and the problem is you spend all that money uh printing them only the, when they return from the printer, they're already obsolete because you guys have made updates or upgraded systems or, or parts of, uh, of, the, uh, the hard, uh, of the machines, right? And mm-hmm. so now, now you're stuck with stuff that's outdated. The beautiful thing about our technology is those updates could be done in real time, which means your product that you're sending out for industrial anything industrial, we can update it instantaneously and push it to everyone that has your digital manual, as opposed to reprinting and then sending and hoping that, you know, 
uh, Kathy in the main office could take it to Frank, the, the head engineer, and hopefully in between their day, they have time to slip it in page 10,862A to get the new <laughs> update in there, right? <laughs> right, right. And, no, no, you got it. You got it for sure. You know, and with us, we have the ability to, to push the update as soon as it happens. And the next time that people fire up the uh, the iPad or, or tablet, whatever we put the, the software on, it's already updated. So they're starting to see... They're starting to see a lot of co companies, and, and and when you get down onto the line, the engineers, uh, the managers, and and even even the people on the line, once they see the tool and they use it, it's like a light bulb goes off, and they're like, "How did we not? How did we not be able to? How did we function before? You know what I mean? Without this, um, right? And then they want to get engaged back at you because they want to yes. say, "Hey, we've noticed that this this is happening on this occasion, or or maybe this is we received this error, and we don't know how to get out of this yeah. error, which we never foreseen was going to happen again." So now they can kind of take ownership and be part of it, mm -hmm. feed that information back to us, the team, right? And then, then you can push those updates immediately right to the application, and then right there you just updated the the operations manual and, right. and how to recover from an error that you couldn't have predicted or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's the amazing thing about this this technology, which I just think you know, from PSA's perspective, we're going to adopt more and more. And I know we're we're working close with you guys, and we're gonna, we're developing some pretty cool stuff for some of our other automation systems. So. That's all well and good, and, and we can talk more about that another time, but I really want to focus in on some of the products that that VizLive offers uh, to your, your customer base and to the community, and, and one is your AR Launchpad, and I think you've been talking about Launchpad yeah. uh, previously, but I wanted to make known that it was it's a product that you guys have, and it's yeah. AR Launchpad, so uh, just a, a, another brief summary about that Launchpad and, and what really... What it, who's this targeted to? Yeah, so AR Launchpad is our engine that makes even the industrial AR, the travel and tourism, all of that stuff is built on our platform. Um, and so AR Launchpad is a, and, and I'm going to say this because it's true, one of the easiest augmented reality platforms out there. Um, literally, it's what I said before. Uh, all the other software, you they'll they may say that it's only so many clicks, but once you get in there, there's like ten steps, right? So that's mm -hmm. not really four four clicks. That's that's like you know twenty, thirty, forty different things that you have to do, and you have to get in and put things on the X Y Z plane and overlay mm -hmm. things, and and it's just a lot of work. We tried to take out all of that for our users to say, listen. You want to get into the game of AR. You want to use it as a tool. Let us just give you something that is a a tool as opposed to learning a brand new set of tools um, and new software to create an experience. Everyone knows how to click on four buttons. You click on the first one and you simply say, what is it that you want people to scan? And all people do is with the camera on their phone through an app, is scan the target. It's called a target. And mm -hmm. so once they have it scanned, what is it that you want to play? And then what is that file? And you hit launch. So it's it's a really down and dirty 
tool that you could put into your marketing uh, toolkit. You could put it into training. You could put it into maintenance and security and, and safety um, and build your own stuff uh, for a monthly license fee. Um, and then any of our big stuff, like what we're doing for you, we, we do stuff with Sheller, which does Little Wonder. Uh, we do Galaxy Manufacturing, and I could go down the list. But all of those companies are utilizing AR Launchpad in some sort of way, whether it's us putting custom content on top of it and building out your own um, applications to utilize for your clients and so on. AR Launchpad allows you to download the free app and create content all day long. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, so another thing that you guys are offering, which I think is takes it to the next level of coolness, is you got this AR Kids Kit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you're really getting into the the beginning of the the child's mind right and then yeah. just expanding their mind and and their capability because right now i mean you've got very young children with iphones and doing wonderful things oh, with yeah. electronics so so you're taking advantage of that that blossoming flower and saying hey here's the ar kit what do you think about this and let them go at it yeah tell me a little bit more about that yeah ar's kids kit is is one of our our beta projects that we work on in between things um, the idea of AR Kids Kit, uh, when we did the first round of beta testing, we were amazed at the positive feedback of it being a viable product line, which sometimes that's hard to do, right? It depends on people understanding it or not, but it's an on-demand network, much like you would see uh, Hulu or Netflix or any of those, right? But it's an on-demand AR network specifically built for a younger generation and getting them to limit technology use by using technology. So they're able to go on to the platform and if they want to learn about space or maybe they want to learn about dinosaurs and fossils or even stuff like they could create a bunch of different kinds of paper airplanes just by hovering their device over top of the paper and it shows you how to fold it to make all the different kind of airplanes. And basically what happens is it tells the, it tells the kids, put down your device and go outside and fly your planes, right? Or we have it where you could place the surface of the moon in your backyard and they could actually be outside and control the lunar lander or the rover and have it drive around. And then play out in nature while limiting their use sitting in front of the television the computer though some of the times they might have their device on them to check back and forth they're still outside they're still being active as an augmented reality and, and technology company uh, i feel strongly that it it's it's our responsibility to figure out ways that this tech is going to be with you everywhere but it doesn't have to limit your movement. It doesn't have to limit where you're at. You could take it with you anywhere. And and we see that all the time with uh, companies that we work with in, in the travel and tourism, where we do apps and augmented reality and uh, guides for along trails or on farms like Hillside Farms and 
Burke's Nature we work with, uh, Lackawanna Heritage Valley, and, and those sort of things. And, and that's getting people outside with technology. Um, yeah. So, yeah, AR Kids Kit is one of those things that's we work on it when we can, but it, it, it shows the power of what AR could be, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so you say it is a beta, and are you looking for beta users currently? Not currently, but we will be when we fire it back up uh, for version 2.0 um, coming down the pike. So if anybody's interested, they could reach out uh, and, and shoot us an email at support at visvibe.com and just say, I'm interested in AR Kids Kit, or I'm interested in AR Launchpad, or even better yet, I'm interested in talking to you guys about some of your industrial maintenance, security, training, and services, uh, you know, um, sure. we're always so, available. <laughs> so what was that again? If they wanted to contact you at support? Yeah, so support at, yeah, support at visvibe.com. Uh, those are generalized questions for AR Launchpad or AR Kids Kit. Or if somebody's interested in general with what we do uh, and wants to learn more about the industrial and the manufacturing and travel and tourism, type stuff we do, they could reach out to me directly at kevin at visvibe.com. I'm more than happy to talk to anybody that's interested in it. Excellent. So, Marty, you've been kind of quiet there, buddy. Anything that you want to... <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been listening and learning. I I thought I knew Kevin Jones. Um, you know, so I've, I've learned so much just in this about the work that he's doing. I... I, I Kevin, I'd like to know you attended Manufacturing Day recently that was put on by Nia Perker, Northeastern Pennsylvania Industrial Resource Center, and you were demoing different things. What 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 did you talk about or show people at Manufacturing Day recently? Yeah, so we were we we shared a booth with uh, PSA and their SMT line, and what we were showcasing was our our solution for companies that. Joe and I were talking about where instead of a uh, printed manual, um, PSA is going to be moving forward in 2022. We'll be shipping with our applications built on top of it. So mm -hmm. the, the biggest issue, Marty, is when you send something out to print, by the time it comes back, it's obsolete. Yeah. Right. Yeah, manuals. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is, we have talked to so many engineers and service uh, people from these different companies. I was just out in California a couple weeks ago and talking to the lead, um, the lead engineer for one of one of the larger companies, a global 500 company. And we were in this conversation and I was like, so on a Monday morning, what is the one thing that you have a ton of phone calls for? And and the he and he was like, well, when they shut the machines down or reset them, this one piece sometimes gets stuck. And I said, well, how long mm. does it take to fix that piece? And he's like, it literally takes under five minutes. I said, okay. I said, so what happens? Well, Monday morning we get a call, and the average, believe it or not, guys, the average time that a lot of these uh, techs and uh, engineers are on the phone trying to resolve a five minute or under fix is like 2.5 to 3.5 hours. Imagine mm. that downtime on a line, right? Uh, minutes, yeah. minutes could sometimes be 
put you back hours, if not days, right? And I said, so what happens after the three hours, say? Let's let's break it in the middle. What happens after three hours? Well, a lot of times we have to send somebody wherever they're at to go and do a five-minute fix. And I said, wow. okay. So one of the, the things that we were showing at, at the show, Marty, was for the SMT line from PSA, uh, we have gone through and with our platform, now those top 10 to 20 things that could be fixed in five minutes or less, you can now walk up to the, the machine and either hover over top of it and tap where it's not working. Or what I like to call the triangle of learning, what that we do with ours is in any of the screens in this app, you could have a video that you could walk through, imagery that walks through step by step, or an overlay on the actual machine saying, okay, press this button, pull this switch up, hit reset, and your problem is solved. And so these companies are starting to realize like, wow, like those are the things that I'm spending so much time for. And we, we have more than one of those machines out there. So they get hmm. inundated with these phone calls. And, and before you know it, it's a, a wasted day as opposed to working on the, the higher end stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That could really keep the companies going. And, and what we were saying with Joe is a lot of these companies are starting to see the feedback from their clients saying, you know what, like this thing totally saves us with downtime and it totally improves productivity. And the other thing that it does is the way that we create our interactions is to the, the simplest form. So whether there's a language barrier, which I know with PSA, we're going to be doing uh, Spanish versions of a lot of the stuff for SMT. And as we move on, we can do different languages and stuff as they get into other countries. But um, the ability to get down to the line, the person working on the line and giving them such simple step-by-step -step instructions instantaneously to keep things up and running, especially in this day, you guys know this, like, I don't know how many times I talk to manufacturers or um, just companies in general where they're like, all of our, all of our people are retiring and we don't have anyone to take their place so we're being brought in to before these people retire right and we'll we'll do an entire line and walk through step by step how to operate it and as new employees eventually come in or let's say existing employees have to jump now from one spot to another which they didn't have to do before now they have our tool that we create custom for each individual company that they could then say, you know what, I'm familiar with steps one through six, but I always forget seven. All they have to do is pull up that part of the machine and it'll walk them through that instantaneous part, as opposed to watching a 10 minute video or anything like that. We, we really work at bringing that in. So all of that was what we were showing at the manufacturing show that awesome. we could do awesome. for PSA. Uh, yeah. And I know I, I, I was getting, as I was walking around, a couple of people asked me, you know, they kind of know I'm connected to PSA and they, they said, well, I also spend time with that BizVibe guy. <laughs> they couldn't, but I, I said, well, what are they talking about? So, the, you know, I know the, I know the show was, uh, 
chatting about you. So congratulations oh, on that. And congr- awesome. Congratulations on your success. Oh, I appreciate so it. So that was my contribution, Joe. Well, oh, look at that. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. That was quick. Well, <laughs> you know, Mar- Marty interviewed me a long time ago for TechBridge. Do you remember that? It was like the first time I was ever on there. I think you do. Do I remember it? Matter of fact, I'm sending you an invoice. I'm taking all the credit for your success. <laughs> huh? you were, yeah, you interviewed me a long time ago. Not that That's long, long, a couple of years ago. But yeah, I no, I was. I, 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 I knew. I knew this was going to happen. And uh, yeah. congratulations, Kevin. Well, you know, congratulations. I, Great work. I appreciate it. And you know. The way that we feel, guys, is and, and you guys know from working with me over the years is we're all a partner. We're all partners. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and I believe in our company building long relationships as opposed to one-offs. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many companies out there right now that are in the augmented reality, virtual reality um, marketplace that just are doing these one-offs, and it's like. How do we create a solution for our customers that builds on everything that we do so that we have a long-term relationship and it's beneficial to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so one of the things that we've done, and you know, even way back then when I was on, on the show with you, and we were talking a lot about education and, mm-hmm. and travel mm-hmm. and tourism, um, because that was a vertical before before the pandemic and everything. That was a vertical that we were really thinking that we were going to focus on. But it's mm-hmm. funny how since that interview, Marty, to now, we haven't changed the idea of educating, but we've changed the vertical in which we're going about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and yeah. and that's those pivot moments that we're able to do as a company because. I, I, again, the, the idea of threes, the three things that we do differently than other companies out there is one, the platform we created from the ground up and we're constantly updating it. So like when we could price out for you licensing or let's say a project, there's no middleman. So we cut that pricing out and, and you get the best price possible from us. The other thing that we bring to the table is as we mentioned before, Joe, uh, we're a full service agency, so we can create anything from a business card to a full length video uh, film if you wanted to and everything in between. And then finally, the third part that I think is is the one of the most helpful things is we're also an instructional design company. and We bring that experience in. So we bring all three of those into any project that we do where a lot of companies have to sublet that stuff out because they're either a design firm or they're instructional designers or they're a tech company. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Marty, when I think about that, that interview all those years ago, when, when we were talking about Selma and we were talking about mm-hmm. that, it, it's just interesting to see where the company has gone in the last couple of years. So, you know, yeah. So I think, uh, as you know, Kevin, this, uh, the PSA podcast gets a lot of downloads. And so uh, I'm sure Joe was going to ask you, but I'm going to ask you now because you just gave all the, the compelling reasons why anybody listening should reach out to you. So again, give us your website. Yes. Yeah, so it's vizvibe.com. V as in Vic. I-Z. V as in Vic again. I-B as in Bob. E.com. 
So bizvibe.com. And this is uh, uh, Kevin Jones, and you're the president and CEO. Is that the right title? Uh, if we want to throw oh, titles? Uh, I guess. Co-founder, co-founder, co-founder. CEO. Uh, on my business card since, you know, we're, we're, we were a, a startup. And, you know, at, uh, in a startup, you wear many hats. So yeah, on, on my yeah. business cards, people will notice there's no title because I'm like, I'm whatever yeah. you need me to be. So, <laughs> so, so Joe, back to you. So uh, how you want to wrap up? Well, you know how I always like to wrap up our podcast. We're talking a little bit about a success story. And, and, and Kevin, do you have a, a short success story you could share with us? And, and recently, um, doesn't have to be with our relationship. It could be with anything that you've done in, in the community or in your business, uh, whatever that you feel has been a, a success here uh, for you or the company. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know, when I when I think about the success story is, you know, one, I automatically think of my team um, because my team has helped me build this. Eric Thomas, Megan Stranchak, uh, Juliana Foran, Josh Jarden. Um, they're my key people. Heidi Blade uh, is one of them as well. Uh, they're my core team that works with me at VizVibe. And I, I think that the overall success of VizVibe itself isn't one person, it's the team. And so I'm very thankful for all of them. Um, out in the community, we, we continue to support uh, good causes like TechBridge. Um, I think that Northeastern Pennsylvania has such talent in it with we just did a lot of stuff for the high school business plan competition. And some of these kids that are in, in high school and junior high are just amazing with what they're coming up with. It just, we have such a hotbed of technology and innovation in Northeastern Pennsylvania that anything we can do to support that is really important to us. And with AR Launchpad, we have a learned version of that, that uh, during the pandemic, we gave away licenses to any teacher or school that wanted to engage the students at home. And we continue to support education from K through 12 all the way up through colleges. We have a bunch of high schools, a bunch of K through 12 and colleges throughout the region and out of the region that are utilizing AR Launchpad to engage in the classrooms like never before. So now the students could take take the stuff home. Um, one that stands out to me is, you know the skeletons when we were in high school, we used to put them in weird positions and stuff. The, the skeleton <laughs> yeah. in the classroom, right? And it, oh, yeah. they were always missing a hand or the foot was gone, somebody took it, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> we had a teacher that was like, <clears throat> excuse me, we had a teacher that was like my students, they don't, they're not going to be here to see the skeleton when I'm talking about the body, right? And we were able to work with her so that every student in her class had a had a skeleton card. We made this little four by six card for them, and she handed them out, and she could print them off her own printer because our technology doesn't embed. So, like, you could totally, as long as you have contrast on the image. You could use anything that's already been printed. You could print from your home computer and the AR will work on it. And so 
we sent this out to all the kids and they were able to open up one of the Chromebooks or if they had a tablet at home. And when they scan it, the 3D skeleton was on their desktop anywhere they were at so that when she was teaching, they could move it around and hold it in their hand and see what she was talking about. Those are, wow. those are the stories wow. of success. When you think yeah. about, wow, like those students literally had the model of the skeleton with them at home. And they were able to yeah. utilize it. So that's that's wild stuff. Yeah. Hey, Joe, thanks for allowing me to be part of it. This is Marty Wolf hey. with you, and I appreciate it so much. And Kevin, uh, it's an honor to know you, and congratulations wow. on your, on your congratulations on your great work. So, yeah. so Joe, how, how are we all wrapped we're, up, Joe? Or? We're all wrapped up. This has been really great. I appreciate you, you spending time with us here, Kevin. Uh, again, congratulations to you and the successes with uh, with this vibe there, and look forward to building our relationship even further. And uh, Yeah, thank you very much. It's been great. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for listening to the PSA BizTech Podcast. The PSA BizTech Podcast is a production of Production Systems Automation. More information on this podcast and PSA can be found at PSASystems.com. That's PSASystems.com.